Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Thayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Hey everybody, happy, happy, happy Tuesday. I do believe that it is Tuesday. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Connection. Hey, if you're streaming, watching this on LinkedIn, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Hope this announcement went out to all my friends out there and that you're taking advantage and watching it maybe on a lunch break or something. If you're on the West Coast, if you're on the East Coast, could be in the early afternoon coffee break. Um, welcome to the show for all of my people that are on Facebook. Glad you could join me and uh, welcome to the program. Hey, if you are new to the Real Estate Connection and you want to be notified every time there's a new episode, um, just go ahead and click on Apple Podcasts and you will be able to find the Real Estate Connection, a podcast by yours truly, Stephen Thayard, on Apple Podcasts under the business section and you'll be notified every time a new podcast comes up. And also, if you want to be uh, added to the podcast distribution list, you can send me an email at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com. I'd be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list. Actually, my assistant would do that. She's very good at that. I just forwarded her email addresses and she adds you on. And she's really good. Uh, the notices are absolutely fantastic. She does a fabulous job. But I digress. Um, the purpose of this show is for, hey, congratulations. Wait, that's not very good. Let's get a better congratulations noise here. <laughs> right. Congratulations if you've just purchased a home or you're in the process of closing escrow out there for all of those people that are not my clients. Uh, and for the people that are my clients that are in this process right now, this show is for you. Um, if we haven't already had this conversation, um, but if you are thinking about buying and you'd like to have this in your back pocket uh, for things to do when you get ready to close the deal and that house is vacant and waking, waiting for you to move into it, I'm going to be sharing an article that was presented by Realtor.com that I found very interesting and I thought this would be great for my uh, podcast audience to hear are, are the things that you should do. Um, while the house is empty before you move in. Now, you may be asking yourself this question, Stephen, why would the house be empty before you move in? Well, there's a lot of people that will take advantage of an empty household to get certain repairs done or improvements to the property done before they move in. It's a lot easier to replace carpeting, uh, lay down hardwood floors, laminate, paint, replace windows, or even maybe upgrade a kitchen or a bath while the house is empty because you don't have to move all your stuff around and you're not living in a construction zone. You can pre-plan it 
Um, if you're renting and you're a first time home buyer, you can uh, have an extra month to stay in your uh, rental property before you move in. And what you may not know, if you are a first time home buyer and you've never gone through the escrow process, is when you close escrow, you prepay your first month of mortgage at the closing. So when that first month comes, you're not going to get a mortgage payment right away. And so that gives you a little bit of time in between to get some things done in the property that you're moving into. And so a lot of times people will let that house sit empty while they have service providers come in and do a few things. So what should you do while that house is sit sitting empty? Uh, again, thank you realtor.com for this article. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so what should you do? One, you're gonna do another final walkthrough, right? You wanna walk through the house one more time. Now, you're gonna do a final walkthrough before you close escrow, probably about five days before you close, just to make sure that nothing has changed since you went into contract before the house actually becomes yours. But after the house does close, you're gonna to wanna to do that again, just as a reminder. Take notes, um, check things to make sure that they're still working, uh, water heaters, dishwashers, um, things of that nature. And also just to kind of get a better lay of the land, just want to re-familiarize re yourself with the property and get re-energized re and excited again for this beautiful transition that you're about to make into your new home. Now, this also goes, probably seems like, hey, Captain Obvious, why are you telling me this? Most people know this. Well, it's a reminder because we all get busy and things happen in life and you have checklists and it seems very obvious, but it's just a reminder. You will want to change the locks. Now, this provides peace of mind because, you know, if a person has been living in the house for multiple years, um, they have may maybe have gone on vacation and asked the neighbors to come over and watch the house or water. And maybe they've given out a few spare keys to the neighbors or to family members. And there may be people out there that have keys to your property that you may not want to have. And so if you change the locks, you mitigate all of this right away and you then you are in control of who has access to the home and who does not now if you're going to be away and you don't want to be running over to the new house all the time in order for your service providers to come inside and do the jobs that you've asked them to do you may want to put what we call a contractor's lockbox on the property with the new keys it basically has a combination code that you give to the contractor so that they can access the key get in the house do the work that they need to do lock up and then put it back in the box the other thing that you're going to want to need, going to want to do is introduce yourself to the neighbors. Now, why would you want to do that? And especially in a day when people don't really like to socialize and talk with each other. Well, you want to introduce yourself to the neighbors and just let them know who you are um, because they've been used to the prior owners and they know who's in the neighborhood. Um, you want to get you want them to know that, hey, you are the new owner. You're the new neighbor. And so when they see you coming and going, that um, it's not anything for them to be concerned about. And also ask them, hey, can you look out for the house? You know, contractors are going to be in and out during the day. But at night, if you if you see somebody coming in and out and you don't recognize me, uh, then if you could do me a favor and, you know, give me a call or call the police if you see anything that has been going on uh, that does not seem um, no uh, does seems out of place. Come on, Stephen, you can do this. Um, you're uh <laughs> getting distracted by things. All right, reset. Okay, so 
that's what you're going to want to do. Let the neighbors know who you are so they can look out for the property, call you if something seems out of place, or call the police if something's going on at night that should not be happening and you are not there. Also, you're going to want to take advantage of the latest and greatest technology. You might want to invest in some smart home devices if you're concerned about the exterior of your home. Um, there are multiple doorbell systems now with cameras on them. There's also self-installed uh, security services that include cameras um, and other devices that will notify you if doors are opened when you're not there. So you may want to invest into some in some smart home devices and as part of the security process, try to create somewhat of a lived in look. And I'm not talking about moving in all of your furniture, maybe adding a few lamps in the front room, in the back room and the upstairs windows that come on and off via timers. Now, in the old days, we used to set timers on all these lights, but nowadays with smart housing and all kinds of technology, you can turn your lights on and off randomly via remote control on your phone. So um, this gives a li lived in look and uh, uh, if people are stalking your house for, for theft, it will keep them off guard because it will appear that somebody is living in the home. Also, you're gonna wanna protect your house against plumbing disasters. Now, you know, in other parts of the country where, because uh, I'm in California, as you can tell, I'm still wearing short sleeves. It's still warm out here, and we're probably going to hit somewhere in the 80s this week, even though we're sitting in the middle of October. Um, but other parts of the country, we're starting to winterize, right? And if it's a new house to you, um, you're going to want to make sure that you turn off the water just in case, right? Just in case you have a hard freeze, pipes break, um, something goes wrong, and you're not there. You don't want a water disaster to happen in your property. Now, I know you've done your inspections and you've looked at everything and it looks fine, but things happen. Uh, case in point, me and my mother were out um, looking at properties and we came back to a flood in her house. And it was just because one of the flexible water lines in her bathroom had been wearing over years. And it was working fine that morning, but when we got back, that thing had popped a leak and it had been springing for about four or five hours and there was a puddle uh, from the ceiling down to the lower floor. So just to avoid these types of issues when you're not in the property, you'll probably want to uh, turn off the water supply. Just turn off the water main until you're back unless your contractor is needed. Okay, caveat, un unless your contractor is needed if they're doing work on the house. And then if you are going to be out of the property for a long period of time, maybe more than 30 days, you'll probably want to hire an exterior maintenance person to come cut the lawn, trim the bushes, just to keep it looking in that pristine way that you saw it when you went to go buy the property in the first place. Um, you know, maintaining the investment up front is always a good idea. So you're going to want to hire an exterior maintenance person if you're going to be out of the property for a very long period of time. And then while the property is empty, and I've already mentioned this painting, but you also want to get a deep clean. So most homeowners are going to clean the property before they put it up for sale. If they've got a really good real estate professional advising them before they list the property, uh, we're going to have them clean the house deeply because there's nothing worse than coming on a market with a dirty home. Um, and, but in the moving process of packing and putting all these things away and people coming in and out, then the house can get dirty, 
um, dusty from people just moving about. Before you move in, you may want to hire a, a house cleaner to come into the property and clean it so that it's pristine and nice for when you're first for your first month of living. And that's basically it. I know this podcast is short and sweet, it's basically under 15 minutes, but these are important little tips that help in the moving process. Uh, moving, buying a house is a project. It's not just going out, looking, writing an offer and moving in. It sounds simple at the, on the face of it, but oh, but it is a massive project that you are undertaking and you need a good project manager to get you through the process who has experience so that you don't trip and fall along the way. If you're looking for somebody to help you, especially in today's real estate market where we're dealing with all sorts of new stuff that we haven't seen in a while, but for us old timers who have been in the market for uh, doing this professionally for over 15 years, we've seen this and you want some guidance, give me a call. Your uh, host of Good Patriot Real, I'm sorry, your host of the Real Estate Connection, broker owner of Good Patriot Realty, Stephen Thayard. Give me a call at 408 472 0817. Again, 408 472 0817. Good Patriot Realty, the sponsor of the Real Estate Connection Radio, a salute to home ownership. And let's work together. Let's get you where you want to go. Also, we love 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 veterans we love veterans the va loan program is absolutely something that is going to be coming into play as interest rates continue to rise um, the va has a beautiful program it's a benefit for all of our service members who have given uh, service to our nation um, by by serving in the military and protecting our freedoms if you're a va a va a, a veteran and have a VA benefit and want to more information about how to use it and getting into a property uh, during these tumultuous times, now's the time to do so. You can get in with zero down. And since sellers are starting to really look for buyers, um, that VA benefit is a guarantee from the government for that loan to close. And so those types of loans are going to become very, very popular in the near future. And remember, for all of you out there that are concerned about interest rates, you marry the house, you date the rate. I'll say that again. You marry the house, you date the rate. Interest rates go up and down all the time. We've been in a period, a long pro pro prolonged period of time where the interest rates have been low. But for all of us who have been in the market of real estate for a long time, we know that those rates can go up. So for all of you who are sitting on the fence waiting for the market to crash, you're also waiting for interest rates to go through the roof. You don't want to do that. Get off the fence. You marry the house. You date the rate. As I said a couple of months ago, when rates were going up to around 4.5%, I said that rate, even though it's high right now, may seem low to you as rates continue to go up and you've missed the boat. And that's what we're dealing with now. That 4.5% is now becoming 6%. It could go to 7%. It could go to 8%. The last time we've seen an economy similar to this was back in the late 70s, early 80s, when we were dealing with runaway inflation the cost of gas was going through the roof and we, we saw interest rates climb into the 12 and 13% level. There's no guarantee that they won't keep climbing, especially as the Fed tries to manage inflation by jacking up interest rates. 
get into the market now. You marry the house and date the rate. Get the rate, lock it in, and if it goes back down, refinance. Refinance. It's available to you. You can do it. All right, with that being said, I'm going to leave you with this. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged either. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 9. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. May you be protected and make wise decisions this week. And if you want to know where to find the podcast, you can always go here. Apple Podcasts, The Real Estate Connection, hosted by Stephen Thayard. And you will see the image right there on Apple Podcasts with a cowboy hat. All right, that's it for now. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me. If you have any questions about your particular situation, give me a call, 408-472-0817. This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.